So we're in our um, series in, in church at the moment, um, Life in the Spirit, and we are um, we're really wanting to push into the things of the Holy Spirit. And I've got three things that I want to tell you before, before we even start, some, some things that I want to push into right off the bat, but um, I want to pre-prepare you that this morning comes with practical, okay? So this morning is not just about me talking, it's about you doing, about us doing and about the Holy Spirit doing. It's really important. And one of, one of the reasons I really wanted to speak down there today, actually, not up here, was that um, what I passionately believe in is this. I do not believe in special people. Although I believe that we're all special. But I do believe in a special God who works through ordinary people to do signs and wonders. And when we get a hold of that, and when churches get a hold of that, what they see is growth, and what they see is the glory of God coming. And that's my, that's my heart. The subject today is signs and wonders, and so signs and wonders, if I'm going to speak about signs and wonders, then we, we need to move in signs and wonders. And again, that's not dependent on upon, um, um, how much I've prayed, although I've prayed a lot, or, 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 or how much um, Holy Spirit I've got within me, and I feel pretty full. It's not dependent on that. It's dependent on Him. It's what He does and what He wants to do amongst us that will happen today. And I will be asking you later on for, um, for you to give words of knowledge. Some of you already move in words of knowledge. And I'll be asking you today to speak out some words of knowledge. Because I want to press into healing and I want to um, demonstrate healing and I want to give you the opportunity to be healed but I also want to teach you how to pray for the sick. So there's a lot of what's called equipping going to happen this morning in, in the things that we're going to do. So the three things I want to say right off the bat are signs and wonders, miracles are for today. And they point to what God is like and who he is. It's very important. They're for today. When we read them in the Bible and we see the, the amazing things that are happening... I want to tell you that all over the world, the gospel is bearing fruit, the sick are being healed, demons are being cast out, and things are changing, miraculous provision for churches, miraculous provision for charities, which I might talk about later, are happening. God's signs and wonders and miracles are happening today. And it's just such a shame that um, some of our brothers in, in Christ don't believe that. Because they're missing out. It's so exciting to see God at work amongst us. God has given us, point two, God has given us everything you need to move in God's power by his grace. And I know that some of you were saying, what, me? I couldn't possibly do anything. I couldn't possibly, like, lay hands on the sick and see them healed. But yes, you can. Because the Bible says that you can. And to... And, and to to say that is, is denying the plan that God has in your life. He wants you to move in power. He wants you to move by his spirit and see the kingdom advance around you. And signs and wonders and kingdom advance are for kingdom advancement. 
there are deliberate and significant pushback against the kingdom of darkness. It's when, when, the, when the Spirit of God comes, it's the clashing of the two kingdoms. It's the kingdom of God, the future kingdom that is to come when Jesus returns, breaking in now and taking back territory. See, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus has come to give life and life in all of its fullness. Sickness is never your friend. It's always your enemy. In Jesus' time, some of the religious leaders came to him in this, and, and, and were asking him to perform a sign. And we have to be careful with signs and wonders that we don't turn it into a, a sideshow. We've all seen the guys in the white suits on TV. It's so yuck. It's just like repulsive. Turning the things of God into a sideshow and a spectacle was what they were trying to do in Jesus' day. And Jesus said to them, a wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of the prophet of Jonah. Jesus was speaking to these religious people because he knew that they were trying to trip him up. They weren't asking him for a sign because they had compassion and wanted to see the sick healed or people lifted out of their, their problems and their poverty and their, their bondage. They weren't asking him for a sign for that reason. They were asking him for a sign for their own selfish ambitions. But when we ask with good motives, like Dan read out the scripture, God our Father loves to give good gifts. He loves to give good gifts to his people. In Acts 4, 29 to 31, it says, Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And after they prayed, the place where they were shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. When we ask with right motives, when we come to him, he is faithful and he will. He will this morning pour out his spirit upon us. God will move because he is faithful to his word. And I, I got a sense in the worship, you know, that I just thought, like, so many people have been battered by the things of life and they just need a touch from God. I, I need a touch from God. Who's, who's with me? Who, who just needs a touch from God this morning? Yeah, exactly. We need a touch from God. So let's just go back to the, the text very, very quickly that we're looking at, Luke 9, 1 to 6. Jesus calls the 12 together, and it says he gave them power and authority. Everybody say power and authority. Power. You have power and authority. Turn to the person next to you and tell them you've got power and authority. Mark, it's a bit hard for you. But you've got power and authority. And you've got power and authority to drive out demons and to cure diseases and to proclaim the kingdom. Yesterday, when we were out on the street, we were out on the street, a team of us yesterday, um, sharing Jesus. And we went with power and authority. We prayed for the sick. We told people about Jesus. Yeah, we went with power and authority. When we, when we spoke, people were listening. People were listening to the things that we were telling them about Jesus. We went with power and authority. 
and part of praying for the sick is, is taking authority over sickness and disease and taking and using the power that God gives you to see people healed. It was great um, a couple of weeks ago, you have to keep thinking, a couple of weeks ago when, you know, Jane's friend came and like responded to two, two different words that were in this place. You know, that's the kingdom of God breaking in. That's, that's exactly what happens when you have power and authority. God speaks, God moves, and God heals. It's incredible. And he said to them, Take nothing for the journey. No staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt. That, that doesn't sound like the way that we would do things. So we, we're going to go on a mission trip, right? And you all turn up and, and, and like, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to drive you somewhere to do a mission. And uh, we're going to be away for a few days. And, um, and I'm, I'm saying to you, don't bring anything. Don't bring, don't bring a walking stick, don't bring a bag, don't bring any bread, don't bring any money, don't bring a change of clothes. Just come, just, just come and go as you are. Can you imagine? We don't do that, do we? We, we, we like plan and organize and get ready and, and, you know, I mean, like, and I mean, I remember taking our, our youth um, from another church um, camping and they had like suitcases, especially the girls. I mean, like there was hair dryers and all sorts of stuff in there and we were going camping. You know, and like we, we, we get like really overprepared. But Jesus is saying here, no, don't take anything. Just, just come as you are and I will be enough for you. I will provide for you. And as he sent them out, that's how they went. They went with just as they were and they were completely reliant upon God providing for them and that that requires faith but you know when we when we step out in faith when we step out in faith God meets us we often ask the question why does God do seem to do more stuff in China why is why is God doing more stuff in the Philippines why is God doing more stuff in in parts of Africa than in in the UK it's because we have so much that we rely on before we come to God and and what God is saying is, no, no, no. Come to me first. I wonder when you get sick, what's the first thing you do? Is it ring the doctor or is it pray? It's things like that that change the way that we walk and the way that we, we move. They were relying on the people that they were meeting to provide for them. And, he, and Jesus said, if, you don't, if, if people do not welcome you, leave the town and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. So they set out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. And if they weren't welcomed, if their message wasn't welcomed, they weren't like, you know, sat there in a the corner crying. They were just moving on to the next thing. They were happy to, um, to leave and to trust that God had the right place for them to be and the right place for them to stay and the right people for them to meet. Like when we go out on the street, we, we always say to the team, like there's no pressure. We're not selling double glazing. 
Right? We're not like, we're not like, you know, we don't get like a, an extra point for so many souls saved or so many conversations about Jesus. There is no pressure because we just want the ones that God's bringing. John 6, 44 says that nobody comes to me unless the Father who sent me draws them and I will raise them up on the last day. We just want the ones that God's bringing. And it was the same with the disciples here. They just were looking for the, for the Holy Spirit to guide them so that they could move in signs and wonders. They could do what they saw the Father doing and they could act on that just like Jesus himself had been doing. But with signs and wonders, we, need, um, we also need the Word of God. Because without the Word of God, what happens is we can become wacky. We can become, we can become unhinged. We can become um, carried away. And we need the, the, the Word of God. So what I want to talk to you today about is really like telling and doing, doing and telling. The Bible, the Word of God, brings us the illumination of the gospel and the kingdom. It shows us exactly how we are to walk. The Bible says that the Word of God is a lamp. In Psalm 119, your Word is a lamp unto my feet, a light for my path. The Word of God guides us and shows us how we move, how we walk, how we do things. But the signs and wonders are the illustration of the kingdom. We need the signs and wonders to, to authenticate, to show that this word is a living and active word of power, that God is not dead, that he's very much alive and he's changing lives and he's doing things amongst us. 1 Corinthians 2, 3 to 5 Paul says, I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. When miracles, signs, and wonders happen, people become more receptive to the gospel. We need to be word workers, the word and the works of the kingdom together and as we move in that then we move in power when you have just one there's problems if you just have the word then there's no illustration if you just have the signs and wonders then you have the illustration but no illumination and the word of god is our authority One of the things that I love about signs and wonders is the fact that they, um, they facilitate gospel advancement. That, they, that when signs and wonders happen, then things change very, very quickly. As a young, I, and I'm not, right, I'm not telling you this story to big up me. I'm, I'm, I, want to tell this, I want to say that from the start. But as a young Christian, um, 28 years old, um, I, was, um, I started preaching my first kind of like um, missions as an evangelist. And um, I, used to, I used to be part of a ministry called Label of Love. Label of Love was a bit different to what it is now, but we used to go on mission. Jason was actually involved at the time, weren't you, Jason? And um, we used to go on mission to different places. And um, what typically would happen, we'd do an evangelistic concert. We'd have, um, we had this guy called Khaled who used to do rapping with a guy called Mike and there'd be a band, and, and then at the end of it, somebody would come on and share the gospel message. And I, I, was, I was allotted to, to speak this particular day in, in Grimsby, and I was, I was backstage on my knees, probably on my face, um, petrified with fear, 
like literally petrified with fear. I had a message, short message about Jesus. So nervous. And as I was praying and as I was crying out to God, God said to me, there's a, lady, there's a young girl in here called Helen and she's been bullied for a weight. People are picking her and calling her fat. And I want you to tell her that she's beautiful. And I love her. And I'm like, God, I can't say that. This is a room full of like teenagers and school teachers and church people. I'd never been taught about this stuff. I didn't know, I didn't know anything. I, I literally didn't even know the Bible that well. I'd been saved not very long. And so I got up and delivered my message, which probably was not very good. And I, I then shared this story. There's a girl here called Helen in this school, and she's been bullied because of her weight. And God says to you, you are beautiful. As I spoke those words, there was a scream at the back of the hall. And all sorts of things started to happen. And a French teacher come running down the side of the building and fell on her knees at the front of the, of the hall, crying. And, and all sorts of stuff started to kick off. So the French teacher was actually the, the teacher that was involved in helping Helen because she was being bullied by the other girls. The next thing that happened down this aisle was two girls came down crying their eyes out who were the bullies. And then, another, and then a moment later, Helen comes walking forward. And after that, there was just an avalanche of children coming to give their lives to Jesus. Now, I can tell you now that after the preaching of my message, which was pretty rubbish, um, nobody would have got saved that night. But because of the power of God, and because of the Holy Spirit speaking, and because of me being daft enough to give it, even though it meant me being vulnerable. God moved in power. And that's what happens with signs and wonders. It feels like it's so risky and you feel so vulnerable, but afterwards you feel so amazing. I would love all of you to, to move in that power. Who... Who here would love to move in that sort of power? Who'd like to move and, and be used of God? And you know, Jesus says we, we have not because we ask not. Paul tells us to eagerly desire spiritual gifts. And we, would all, we all would like it, but sometimes we need to step out. In some cultures, one of the barriers to signs and wonders is the... Um, is the rational thought. You know, we, 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 we need to understand everything and explain everything and, and comprehend everything before we do it. We just, we just can't get around. And, and, and we often think that what we need is more teaching. And we always need more teaching and more word of God and more... And that, that gets in the way. Some, at some point, we have to move by faith and not by sight. And we have to just put our trust in Jesus. And we can break through. In other cultures, it's the man of God syndrome. It's the only the special people do the things of the kingdom. We just sit there and we worship, we pray, we serve the pastor, 
We give money to the church. You know, we do the kids' work, but we can't possibly do those things. And again, that's not true. You know, the reason that Jesus went up is so that the Holy Spirit could come down so that we could all receive the Holy Spirit, so we could all be representing Jesus on this earth and moving in the power of the kingdom. It's for everybody. It's not for a special few. It's for everyone. Everyone, right, can receive gifts. We had a guy on an alpha, right? We prayed for him to receive the Holy Spirit. And instead of, like, receiving tongues as one of the other gifts, he receives the gift of interpretation of tongues. And so Luke's praying for him in tongues, and he's, like, just getting a full download from the Father in, in his own language. He, he understands everything. And, like, Luke's not even praying in English. And then I went over and prayed for him, and the same thing happened. He got another download. He, he could understand absolutely everything that I was saying to him. And I was just praying in tongues. God can do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ask, hope, or imagine. He is amazing. He is amazing. We need to be naturally supernatural. We don't need a white suit. Hallelujah. Yeah? We don't need like a special, special, special dance when the Holy Spirit's coming. You know, like you see on some TVs. We don't need any of that. We, we don't need any hype. We don't need to sing um, three choruses. We don't need like um, a crescendo in the worship. We don't need any of those things. All we need to do is be obedient to God and invite God to come and God will come because he is faithful. We don't need hype. John Wimber, who um, steps into signs and wonders as part of the vineyard movement, says this, Christian signs and wonders are beyond rationality, but they serve a rational purpose to authenticate the gospel. Signs and wonders validate Christ's sacrifice on the cross and his lordship over every area of our lives. When Jesus was getting ready to go into heaven, he said in Acts 1.8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And that hasn't changed. You will receive power when my Holy Spirit comes upon you.